Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. <laughs> we are live watching some pre-hurricane video from uh, Zeta. I think that was Zeta. Zeta, if I remember right. <laughs> All right, hey, good morning. Let me turn down the uh, countdown. We are good. We got the whole production crew in-house today. That's me and Louie. <laughs> so... Julie's off today and uh, had to take little Hunter to the vet. He's got a little rash under his belly and uh, Louie was so sad. He sat by the door crying. Like, where'd my little brother go? And he ran up to me. You know, as soon as I started playing that music, he ran up to me because he knew it was time to go live. So I'm going to do the show with him on my lap because he needs some loving. That's all we got today, buddy. Just me and you, Louie. <laughs> so hey good morning everybody this is the daily brew we talk weather we talk tropics we have a good time we share stories talk about what's coming weather wise uh slide out zeta hey there you go jason that's where i was man that was a covered um slide out that's where i was at i remember man thanks for the memory i got a terrible memory um yeah i didn't want to get too close to it they uh we're kind of on the outer edges of it. But yeah, I was under some carport um, of a business. Felt pretty safe. What's up, David Berryhill? Hey, Tim Boland. What's up, Eric? Rays did not look good last night, Eric. They did have a couple home runs, though. That was good. 
Richard Reamer, how's it going over there? What's up, John Ferguson from the Cayman Islands? I got the radar above me here. One day I'll get the pointer right. We'll have, we'll have Louis Point right up there. There's the Cayman Islands right there. That's the current satellite, by the way. We're looking at the current satellite the last 12 hours. Morningdale. Whoo. Um, yeah. Jason, yes, you did get hit. That, I met that video that... Uh, I know you got hit by the eye. I'm sorry. I, re, re, what I meant was that video was before the eye. That's what I meant to say. Because it really wasn't that bad yet. Um, I, that was probably about 30 minutes before the eye actually got there. You, you're correct. They did get the eye. Um, that's correct. Yeah, I remember now. It's all coming back, Jason. <laughs> I was streaming live. Were you watching back then? Um, that's where we saw all the dang semi-trucks on flipped over on Interstate 10. And I uh, ran into some surge. Shelly said that there was people on our live saying, don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. Don't. And I went down that road and I, I turned a corner and I had to U-turn. Not only was I crossing over power lines, there was a surge uh, well inland. Okay, Christian, good morning. How's it going? Loretta Reed, Jennifer Hawkins, Chris Roth back home. It was uh, quiet. So I got a funny story to tell. I'll, I'll share that here in a second. Um, then we got some weather to talk about. We got a little bit of tropics to talk about. We do. We do, we do, we do. Uh, so a little story time real quick. Thought it would be kind of funny. But uh, first and foremost, big shout out to ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Four years now supporting uh, Mike's Weather page and our Daily Brew. So we are live from the Daily Brew here in the ABC studios. <laughs> um but uh, big, big thanks to ABC here in Florida. Um, kind of Florida homegrown like, like uh, me and Louie. <laughs> we were all born and raised in Florida. Um, so, so we were out in the boat this weekend. Everybody, also all, all the posts online are talking about love bugs. And uh, We witnessed the birth of love bug season out at Three Rooker Island, I swear. So here's the funny story for you. So Sarah was in, in the boat, and there was one or two love bugs. And she was kind of kind of scared a little bit, crying a little bit. And we're like, come on, it's just a love bug. It's just a love bug. It's just a love bug. We were like, kind of got a little mad at her because she was going you know, a little over the top about a love bug. About 30 minutes later... Every kid in that boat was swapping with their towels, screaming, let's go, let's go. It was like karma hit us a hundred times over. And I got a funny video here. So I did a... Um, Buddy, we're, we're back at the island. And, uh, and uh, we, we have just witnessed... This is before it got really bad. This was about 30 minutes. Oh, look at uh, Louie's watching. Um, but I got video of the boat. Now, see, there's my buddy Brody. He's, he's slapping them. They're flying all through the boat. There's the front of the boat. Like, like every love bug hatched. After we yelled at Sarah about yelling about one love bug, and uh, they were everywhere, like just freaking everywhere in the water. It was crazy. It, we laughed about it because we uh, we were giving her such a hard time about it. Now look at this picture here. I got uh, this. This is kind of crazy. There's the Florida boat. Those are all love bugs that are dead. I mean, <laughs> we had to wash out the boat. Um, they were everywhere. We've never seen anything like it. It was like like every 
uh, Love Bug in the World was launched or, or born there in Three Rooker Island. So, so that was karma. It bit us. We, uh, we felt very guilty for, for getting on Sarah about one love bug because we were then attacked by one million love bugs. And I got proof. <laughs> it's the wildest thing ever. Oh, we were cracking up. Um, there are a lot of them. There are a lot, a lot of love bugs. And the water made no sense. All right, so here's the weather. Uh, we got, uh, let's talk about tropics a little bit. And then I'll, I'm going to go into some things. So tonight's the Hurricane Expo, by the way. We've been pumping the heck out of that um, in Oldsmar. You win a chance to uh, show up and you can win a new Furman generator. Uh, nice unit, same unit I got. Try a few, and I'll have one on display down there. I'm going to bring mine that I use at home here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I've been working on my presentation. Here's some new stuff. I share this all the time. i got to show you. So I worked on some new new presentations here because um, I wanted to get more in tune to Oldsmar. So mainly it's talking about, uh, you know, West Coast of Florida, when we're most susceptible to, to bigger storms. And, you know, there's some great graphics here from Bay News 9. This is uh, CBS 12 showing October storms, October storms. But what I thought was uh, my new slides, I'm really kind of proud of. I found some old archive pictures from 1921. Um, this is actual surge. This is a surge map here to to uh, from the National Weather Service. I think I just got a little bug. That showed... Uh, uh, what they predicted as uh, real real life sur surge values in the 1921 hurricane that hit North Tampa Bay, and uh, what was interesting, I'm going to really focus on, is the Hillsborough River had a lot of these huge river boats that that came ashore, um, big boats, and there's a lot of photos. This is 1921, but you know we had surge 10, 12 foot up the Hillsborough River, so that water has nowhere to go. Interesting fact. This is Sandy Harbor. Uh, here's the path, but then I got this other picture I'm really working on here, and uh, I haven't finished it. This is not supposed to be here. This little graphic, I don't think. But um, so this is this this is our Oldsmar map um, here, and I'm not done with this graphic yet. But uh, this Oldsmar bank, I got a picture last night with Sarah. I'm going to show, but this bank's still here in uh, Oldsmar, and it was underwater, and people were on the second floor uh, evacuating the water, and there was uh, Oldsmar residents were coming to this bank and heading to the second floor, and and this bank is. Uh, was this area this star right here was completely underwater this this area right here so this street right here is underwater there was reports of a barge that crossed tampa road and was in bay arbor so that was a really interesting tidbit um but whoops the the water was all across tampa road and what's really interesting this is the picture by our uh, house this is uh, tampa bay downs there's a watermarker line on a road called line ball here just uh east of racetrack road that and this is my truck uh like i said this graphic isn't done yet i don't know which one i'm going to use but there's my truck yesterday and look look it's the water line is still here and there's the top of my truck and that's me and there's the top of the the sign so this sign is exactly 2.5 miles from our Yolds park two miles and there's a surge line that says if we have a major hurricane there's a possibility that the storm water would be all the way up here that would be above my truck um which is just crazy incredible so uh i'll be in, in anxious to share that tonight this you know using this google map is a good tool to um show you know people live in this area that the water could go all the way up there which is just hard to believe 
and uh, but anyway, there you go. So I'll be working on that tonight. Uh, tropics. So this graphic was shared yesterday on social media. It was from Philip Klotzbach. He's one of the big hurricane guys. Um, and uh, he was showing this is the water anomaly here from uh, uh, basically April 9th to yesterday, April 25th, 26th. Three-day averages of water temperature. So basically, the whole point of this whole graphic is showing you uh, three-day averages from April 9th to the 11th versus April 23rd to the 25th that we've had a pretty significant warming up of the water. Now it doesn't mean anything. I mean, we're not going to you know trade winds have lightened up. I guess allowing the waters to, to warm up. Uh, whether or not it you know means anything, we'll see. But Pretty significant warming in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, these aren't current temps. This is anomaly map. So the 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 red means a, almost a three degree Celsius warm up in just about three weeks. Um, so that's that was pretty big news, you know. Or you know, big. Uh, we'll see what it does in another couple weeks. But the the main development region here, they call it the MDR. This if you ever see MDR, it's the main development region. Uh, this area right here, but it's warming up. You know, the Gulf, like I said, is so we'll see, you know, things are normal down in the Caribbean, but, you know, we'll just keep an eye on it. But, you know, another sign, another reason that they're predicting above average season. So, um, that and La Nina. So, we, you know, I get that question all the time. They're like, well, you know, what's the season, what's the season prediction going to be like? Um, and right now all the uh, early season predictions are above average, so. So anyway, that you know, the water's still cold. I mean, it, it took all of us to jump into that water this weekend. The water's still chilly, but it's warmer than average. And I don't know. Somebody had a good question. I, I don't know if they're twenty-year averages, thirty-year averages on these. I'm gonna have to look. I th they're usually thirty-year averages or twenty-year. I don't know, twenty or thirty-year averages. But anyway, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jay Garcia. What's up, Keisha? Good morning, Gail Parker. Good morning. Love bugs not bad over land yet, Jay, but it's coming. Rolling, not sure about the internet, but we're doing all right, I reckon. Um, Bill, what's up? Your cubbies, how they doing? Karma got us good, Loretta Reed. Yes, <laughs> we were attacked. <laughs> oh man. I hate it. And one thing worse than love bugs is the, the smell of love bugs when you wash them. If you live in Florida, you know what I'm talking about. Chile. And it's a sea surface temperature, too. It's not um, ocean heat content. Uh, this doesn't measure the ocean heat content. Ocean heat content is uh, this map here. And this this typically is halfway normal. I mean, it's it's the amount of uh, depth of the warm waters. And, and we're starting to see some... Uh, color here into the Gulf and this is because of the Gulf Stream so you know this feeds the Gulf warm water and uh, the, the ocean heat content map is something you look at more later in the season for the stronger storms stronger hurricanes and um, major hurricanes unfortunately need that and as we talked about last season um, it did play out we were watching this way ahead of time but Ida rode one of these loop currents right up into Louisiana. Um, this is a river of warm water, and uh, the loop current has been proven that Ida definitely used that to rapidly intensify uh, to 
<coughs> very strong category four as it neared land. So we'll keep an eye on that too for the tropics. So there's tropics talk. As far as weather goes, um, there's, there's something interesting I want to show you. So my buddy over James James Van Fleet, let me look him up. James Van Fleet is a meteorologist for Royal Caribbean. Now, it's pretty cool stuff here. So they, we got a big low pressure system right now in the Atlantic. A huge low pressure system. Lots of waves. Massive. So this is uh, Royal Caribbean. One reason that I love Royal Caribbean is A, uh, James Van Fleet is, I think, the only, a couple years ago, the only cruise line that had a full-time meteorologist. And he used to work here in Tampa Bay, and he follows us. So, of course, I like him. <laughs> But they plot around storms, I think, I think, I gotta, I gotta clarify, I think better than anybody else. Uh, over the years, we've seen uh, storms here, and we've seen ships go right into these storms. Well, they're really good about waiting them out or going around them or, you know, staying closer to the coast. So today, his briefing was about this, and they actually rerouted, where is the map at? I saw a really good map, I don't know where it went. They they rerouted. There's a graph. What the heck the graphic went? I can't find. I should have saved it. But they basically had rerouted their their trip across here, um, and went around these storms, something like that. So he was talking about that. So that's pretty neat. So you know, if you little tidbit, if you if you go on a Royal Caribbean cruise, uh, they have their own meteorologists um, and what I'm talking about here is let me pull it up here on weather nerds you can take a look at it it's really pretty pretty big kind of caught me off guard this one I know we've been watching it but there it is let's uh, let's animate it and chit chat a little bit here it is that's the big low look at that spinning out in the open Atlantic no worries it's not tropical uh, it's still pulling up juice from that system that I thought might have got a little mention last week but it didn't um, and uh, yeah, pretty pretty massive. There's our cold front coming in off the uh, east coast, still whipping up some storms. You know, we talk about it all the time. Any 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 of these little break off tails uh, this time of year could you know spawn tropics. That's ninety nine point nine percent of how the early season tropics go. And we had one last week that looked like it had a shot that could have been hanging out, still kind of down here actually. This is left over from last week's front, but. You know, we'll just keep an eye on it. That's usually how you get early season systems. You know, these these little areas right here. Um, and last week we had that front dip past the Caymans, right, John? You, John said that they had record rainfall from the front last week that, that affected everybody. Now, this new front is fizzling out. We'll talk about that. But that's pretty neat. Look at that low-pressure system. Now, if we look at the winds or the waves, too, um, it's quite wavy out there. That's, that's some other maps that they were using. But check this out here in the open Atlantic. But. Look at that sucker. Look at these winds, man. Massive winds. Just whipping out. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, that's like a huge hurricane, but it's not. Massive low pressure system. Uh, if you tap in the waves, this is what's very impressive. This is, uh, look at that. So the if if somebody was setting sail, Christopher Columbus He'd be going. He'd be sailing into a hurricane. They would. It'd feel like a hurricane. Uh, this is crazy. These are 20, 30, 40 foot. Um, you know, twenty foot uh, waves. Um, just massive. So anyway, that's what's going on in the open Atlantic. Just 
just giving you what's cooking out that way. So, anyway, big ships. I'm sure all the ships. What surprised me, though, here's what I, this is where I'm going with this. Good morning, Mike Sherman. How's old California doing? What's up, Harold? How's Idaho doing? It's cold out there. What's up, Travis? We had, we had a lot of frost up in the um, north, north of Tennessee today, believe it or not. And since we have only diehards here, Shelly, I'm not going to say too much. But the cruise is coming. 2023. I believe we're going to um, announce it May 16th. We've already announced it to uh, last year's cruise goers. And then we're going to let our brew crew folks uh, have a shot at it because we only have 100 cabins. But uh, details soon. It has nothing to do with Royal. <laughs> All right. Big time. All right. So now look at this. So th this is the open Atlantic, you know, no tropical, just a huge um, low pressure area. But look at this marine map. This is what I thought was quite interesting. A lot of ships are right in the middle of this thing. This is live marine map. These are all the ships out in the open Atlantic right now, currently. Lots of ships, but man, no. There's <laughs> sometimes in a hurricane we'll see um, we'll see our system, and all the ships will be like around it. They'll be going around the storm, and there'll be nothing or near. So I'll be curious. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch watch uh, reports today and see if there's any ships out there that might have experienced really rough waters because um, they don't seem to care so there's definitely some cowboy captains out there uh, in the middle of this low pressure system in the uh, middle Atlantic so we'll keep an eye out on that all right what else we got let me slow it down here a little bit and we'll talk what's cooking so we got the hot water water tropics look like they're you know waters or temperatures are coming up let's talk about weather now so weather now here's a great shot we'll just leave this up this is the water vapor loop this is going on right now this gives you an idea of what's cooking there's our low a little bit of frontal line making its way into florida so basically florida a lot of folks are in drought and uh we do have a chance pretty much the peninsula a little bit today but I-4 South throughout the weekend, we're going to see increased rain chances. Uh, this front's going to stall and uh, and open up the door for some rain um, in the next uh, five days. Here's that frost map, by the way. I thought this was kind of interesting today. It's slowly going away. Let me post. Let me find the picture I posted this morning. Here, here it is this morning. Um, we had a lot of area that had a frost advisory, which is, you know, kind of late april almost may that light blue everybody there so illinois indiana ohio you know we had frost even a big chunk of kentucky frost this morning you're waking up to frost and the dark purple is freeze warnings so that's cold it was a cold morning all right let's talk about rain coming Everybody likes to talk about that. Let's look at, um, I guess we'll look at GFS here. We'll look at tropical tidbits. Hey, by the way, congratulations. Our buddy Levi got engaged. Hey, Rachel, where do I find that map? Right here. So it's on Mike's weather page. And you can go down here to, it took me forever to find it this morning. 
That's <laughs> so many cool links right here. All right. So if you go to the Loop Eddy map, it's right here. Live Marine Traffic Map. Right there. Uh, for some reason, I put it there. Well, you got waves. See, it makes sense, right? You got waves, waves. I probably should put that up here by the waves. But anyway, it's right there. Just for you, Rachel. <laughs> hey, Eric. Yeah, fire ants too, man. They pop up everywhere. Don't step. I learned my lesson up in um, the uh, during Fred. I think it was Fred, right? I jumped out of my truck without my flip flops on, landed right into a fire ant fire ant mound. They were floating, escaping the surge water, and they clust clutter together, cluster together. It's quite, it's quite comical. <laughs> uh, hey, that's cool, tidbit, Travis. I didn't know that, buddy. Thanks for telling me that. Retired hurricane names come out tomorrow. World meteorology. Oh, hey, I wonder if they're going to move the date. The WMO is meeting currently. Thanks, Travis. But, you know, the rumor is they're going to move the season up to May 15th. I don't know if they could do it this year. Maybe they'll announce it for 2023. Um We'll see what they say. Interesting. I'm sure they'll retire Ida, I would think. We'll see. All right, so tropical tidbits. And we will look at, let's just look at southeast range. So here's the frontal line. Now, what we're going to see here throughout the day and through the weekend. See that frontal line? There's a high pressure coming in. This is rainfall to tomorrow. Unfortunately, the East Coast needs the rain bad. Carolinas, uh, you know, even Louisiana needs some rain. But... Nothing for a while, uh, but there's our frontal line tomorrow. It's just going to hang out a little bit, so that's just going to be increased rain chances. It just lingers. This is uh, Friday, you know, a uh, little little bit of energy is coming across the weekend. Uh, and you can just see it just kind of lingers. There's Saturday, um, you know, there's Sunday. So there, and here's our next little frontal line coming down, um, and there's big storms brewing here. We're going to show you uh, in the next week. Um, Friday, we actually get it again, but... Show you all that. So, so your next real threat of rain uh, for the East Coast, we got a little bit of pop here Saturday, a um, little bit here Sunday, little line coming in. Then there's a big line uh, late, later Sunday into Monday, but nothing, nothing really um, accumulative. Your total precip um, all the way to Monday. Here's here's total precip into Monday. I mean, light blue, maybe an inch. So, yeah, you might get a little help there in Carolina. This is total. Now, we go to day, see totals here, I-4 South. There could be some pretty significant totals here for people in Florida through the weekend because of that lingering front. Every model map is going to be a little different, but it's, the idea is the same. I-4 South, as always, <laughs> increased rain through the weekend. And like I said, there is a pop of juice coming uh, that might bring some rain. Let's look at 24-hour rain, see when the most of it comes. So, we remind to today... All right, here's today. So here's your 24-hour rain totals. Um, this is through Friday morning. So really, Carolinas and the East Coast don't get that little pop until later Friday into Saturday morning. So we, this is Saturday. We could definitely get some rain here across the uh, East Coast. Um, so it could be kind of wet weekend here across the East Coast as our little system comes through. Um, no storms attack. Let's talk about storms here in a second. But I'll give no, no, I'm going to look at my windy map here real quick. I love windy maps. Think of all this cool stuff we've we've learned over the years with all these tools. It's just awesome. All right, so here's um, 
Thursday. All right, so here's your storms uh, Thursday night. All right, here's the next little pop coming. Here's Friday morning. So little line coming. There's our weird looking line. Kind of a little bump here. You see it? But there you go. This is Saturday morning, 1 a.m. So it definitely comes in on Saturday for Carolinas. Here's Saturday, 7 a.m. into Virginia. So there you go. There's that little pop Saturday. High pressure out here spinning, but it's going to bring in the juice. So, so you know, it could be some... Could be a wet weekend here across parts of the East Coast. This is Saturday, 3 p.m. And there's another little line coming in um, Sunday, 7 p.m. So, yeah, it's going to... Question marks are up for the weekend. This is uh, Sunday, 4 p.m. A little bit of weather coming. All right. Storms. Let's slow down a little bit. Storms map today. Normal stuff. To, that's actually tomorrow. Here's today. There's tomorrow. And then I'll leave it here. There's the big stuff. So there's our next big dip in the jet stream. Um, coming. And this is Friday. Hey, Jamie. Um, yeah, I kind of posted that. It's it's nothing. nothing um, there is rain, but nothing uh, too organized yet to be planning or canceling anything. Um no, no really big system. Here's the next big system for Friday. Um, we can look at that again. I want to look at the timing of this thing. So let's zoom out again. Just look at the eastern U.S. and take a look at what's coming. All right, so... There's nothing, there's nothing really organized for southeast. Um, here's Sunday morning. And it kind of fizzles out. High pressure kind of dominates down in Florida. That's why it's going to be really tough for anything to be too accumulative. It's kind of neat to watch this. Watch this frontal line. So here's our frontal line today. And watch as this next system comes in. It actually brings it into it um, later in the weekend. See that? There's Sunday morning. So you can just see, see how the frontal line just kind of high pressure dominates. Put, you know, this, this little guy, it's a battle. This little guy pushes the high pressure system this way, causing more of a wrap up as it approaches versus uh, going across the state. So we have a wind shift. That's what usually when we get the wind shifts. Um, and what's cool about this this whole high pressure setup with uh, Florida, we talk about it a lot, but um, when the high pressure systems, whoops, always clicked the wrong one. When the high pressure is here, we get more of a flow like this um, across the state. When the high pressure is farther east, let's say over here somewhere, let's say here, <laughs> you get more of a uh, flow like this off the Gulf. So that's, you know, the, the placement of the high pressure, it determines a lot with, with the weather pattern in Florida on which direction the storms are going, when they get them, who gets them, what time of the day. But as far as storms go, so there you go. That's the Friday. And then what happens here day four? Um, there you go. So the Friday storms that we're seeing here get pushed over here on uh, Saturday. Then on Sunday, they a new little system starts to brew. And that actually moves itself across South Texas. This one's a little lower. The system um, on Sunday here gets here on uh, Monday. So two little systems coming. Uh, so the storms, 
stormy weather pattern is returning for sure um, and we can see this I haven't even looked at this yet but I'm sure we'll see a, a little double double whammy there's the first low this is uh, Saturday and then here comes that second one um, coming a little pop here a little dip down here on Monday so two little two little eyeballs looking at you let's see what it looks like like this see if we can see two eyeballs ah there they are <laughs> hmm, kind of looks like a bikini <laughs> oh this is funny this is Sunday morning so there's there, there's a so storms always out ahead of it um, and uh, there you go there's our 500 millibar for Sunday morning uh, storms a little farther to the north early, uh, Friday Saturday Sunday this little guy's coming back down for Sunday Monday and this one's going to dip more farther down into Texas, into Louisiana. So this will be one to watch for farther south storms uh, later in the weekend and early next week. So, <laughs> uh, Thomas, are you talking about the high pressure? Oh my goodness! Here, look at whipping out our our little magnet toy. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right, Bermuda High hurricane, and hurricanes cannot enter the high pressure they're like magnets so the stronger the high pressure system is the more west our tropical system will go and when the high pressure system breaks down a little bit then our uh poleward motion corollius effect <laughs> say that 10 times fast i always think of cornholio beavis and butthead cornholio uh <laughs> but high pressure breaks down then our systems have a natural poleward motion to um go around it and go back to the uh, east so stronger high pressure farther west and uh that's all the difference in the world that's what makes it uh you know this little guy moves a little bit to see these can go into the carolinas you know a uh, little push to the west these little guys can go into florida a little bit more push to the west these little guys can go into the gulf and uh louisiana um Usually the Texas storms get a little different. They get the high pressure systems coming up across the top of the, coming off from the west. And uh, they they usually are dictated a little differently. Like when we had Harvey, we had a high pressure system in place and Harvey hit it and had nowhere to go. So we had the combination of the Bermuda high, high pressure system sliding across the US and basically created a block and there was nowhere for Harvey to go. And uh, that's that's it. That's it, man. Everything's about the high pressure and uh, for steer steering currents. Now, stronger the system can kind of break the high pressure systems. You know, we saw that with Charlie, right? All the Charlie predictions. Like every strong storm seems like it ends up going a little bit more to the east, just a little bit. Usually, usually. Um, you know, Florence. You know, Sandy. I always show Sandy. Um, Had nowhere to go there was two high pressure systems they actually steered it you know always, they always find their way it's fascinating man so that's why we long-term track because you start to see trends with modeling and um high pressure system trends usually high system pressure trends are easy to believe because they don't make knee-jerk reactions you'll start to see weather patterns developing then uh, that really dictates the, the final path of a storm so 
Thomas, correct, buddy. Yep, Irma was a huge lesson in that high pressure. High pressure system was building and not allowing Irma to turn. Actually, as the Bermuda High strengthened, it actually grew this way. Um, and when it did, it actually kicked Irma a little farther to the south because of the high pressure system was growing. That's why it ended up going into Cuba a little bit before it made that turn um, around that high pressure system. How about that? <laughs> uh, man. Somebody said for Jamaica. What's up, Jamaica? Yeah, so a little timeline too, by the way. Hey, Jackie over there on uh, Facebook or YouTube. I, got, I, I can't get... Um, crayons should be coming soon. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. We got yellow, orange, and red. We got the crayon box here, ready to go. Let me pull it out. Crayon box is ready. This is this is the NHC crayons. The I have the official NHC tools here. Yellow, orange, and red. So anyway, May fifteenth is coming. That's when we start to see these little guys popping up. These will be uh, coming soon, May fifteenth. That's only what like 20 days away for 18 days or oh, I don't know how many days there are in April remember this trick it was uh 30 January 31 February March 31 April so there's not 31 days in April there's 30 days in April so that means we have 18 days before we start getting these updates so in 18 days we'll start getting uh these things come out every two o'clock and eight o'clock Eastern. E A S T. <laughs> Eastern. Look at that. Beautiful. So those are always kind of fun to watch. We usually kind of know ahead of time, you know, looking at what areas are out there five days away. Um, we like to track things here about 10 days out. Most meteorologists tell you, do not track storms that are 10 days out. We do, because we like to. Uh, confidence starts building around day eight, day seven. Uh, then when day five comes around and the NHC highlights something, we know that good chance we're going to be watching something. Doesn't always mean anything. We've seen red 70% areas get reduced to orange 50, and then the next update, orange 20, and then the next update, or yellow 20 then the next update yellow zero we've seen storms trick even the best all right 30 30 30 everybody say i was like what the heck did i say 30 30 days 30 days in the hole <laughs> uh cassandra bets on the first date well i think we will definitely have a system in may we've had a system in may the last seven years in a row or, or April. Um, and with these waters heating up, all you need, and, and these frontal lines, all you need is love. But these little frontal lines, the farther these little guys go south and leave behind little areas of low pressure, then that's how it begins. The seed of life. So yeah, we've had a storm system the last seven years, so it's not very unlikely um, 
that we'll see one. And again, I always mention it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it's going to be a busy season. It just means we have a system in May. And the media loves it because it's before hurricane season. And, of course, it, it makes for good news. If you say season starts June 1st, we've already got a system. It's like, oh, my God. Here's your weekly um, warm-up. Let's see, one there's your monthly warm up. So there's your monthly averages for anomalies. Um, so, yeah, what else we talk about? I've had something on my mind. I can't remember what it was now. Hmm. Hmm. Something very good. Oh, I was going to look at this tropical. Let's look at some of our tropical maps here. Um, let's see if any ensembles are picking up any sort of development. Euro's probably all over that middle Atlantic one. No, it's not anymore. All right, so let's go to Caribbean, tropical Atlantic. Um, yeah. Keep showing that little spot down there, but nothing solid. Tropical storm. Nothing really. All right, so nothing really there in the Euro. Um, GFS. Let's take a tropical Atlantic. Um, there's that big low pressure out in the open Atlantic. Nothing, nothing to worry about. But there's really nothing. Nothing popping in the long range stuff. We can look at Spaghettios. You remember? You remember? Think of all the foods growing up. Like, I just said the word, because these are called SpaghettiOs. And we'll, we'll use them a lot this season. Uh, the taste of SpaghettiOs just popped in my mouth. Crazy. This, I remember opening those cans. Remember the ravioli? Ugh. Oh, mushy-ass meat. <laughs> uh, love bugs bad in Central Florida, usually. You'll get little pockets of them. Hey, Jeffrey, good morning. How's it going, buddy? Thank you. Sweet tea, pancakes. Oh my goodness! Thank you, Loretta Reed. Appreciate it. I've been to Seabrain. There's only there's only an Applebee's and Chili's. Um. Oh, David Berry Hill. <laughs> that was on TikTok. I forgot. Um, that was funny. I guess I could play that. There's no music. I don't think. Um, I, I put the fun stuff on TikTok a little bit more. Or no, where was it at? Instagram. Maybe it was Instagram. I can't remember. I post stuff all over the place. Oh, there it is. Yeah, this thing. So, everybody's Taco Tuesday. And, uh, so, there's our Taco Tuesday. Here. So, there's this game. Hey, yeah, holy Jack, Jackie. Right now, my wife she's good. Look, we got a new Cat 5 supporter, Shelly. Welcome. <laughs> Ring toss. All right, watch this. All yeah. Right, uh, so, make sure you reach out to Shelly. Uh, she'll get hooked, get hooked up. You get access to a free app for the year. If you're a yearly, uh, I we have different perks for you too. She'll go over all right, that. We got a shirt though. She's got like a rig thing. Look, it's rigged. All right, ready? All right, anyway, the ring toss game. So uh, you might go to like, um, she's awesome. She kicked my butt twice. I couldn't do it. I did it after like 20. See, two tries, she did it. Not good. I think I pulled the middle finger. They might get me in trouble with that. <laughs> Uh, but we got, so, you know, restaurants have them. They're fun. The kids play them. The Hooters up in Port Ritchie has them. Uh, Jimmy Iguanas has them down at Indian Rocks Beach. 
Um, and it's fun, man. <laughs> Sean Pope, many nights, Chef Bobby. You, you know what my favorite was, Sean? Um, God, and again, I can taste it. I, I, maybe I need to go eat. But my mom and dad used to make Salisbury steak, uh, Swanson TV dinners. Do you remember the corn? That corn in Swanson TV dinners was like the best uh, with the mashed potatoes, Salisbury steak. Oh, my God. I think there was a brownie in the middle of it. I, I think I lived on those things. I don't even know if they make them anymore. James, big dust. What's up? Somebody just asked about Florida. Let's look at the dust map for James. Uh, <laughs> Max, I can't tell you when to put the hurricane shutters up, but I mean, that's always your call, obviously, but it would have to be a pretty, pretty, you know, decent hurricane before I would think about it. Um, So, but we'll be here for you all, all, uh, all summer long, Max. You can tune it right here. You know what I'm talking about, the corn. Don, hey, welcome. Thanks for uh, coming during the worst time, Michael. Unfortunately, Mike, appreciate it, buddy. I, hey, we, we have a good time, but thank you, man. Um, the dust map. I, so I did, post, I did post the dust map. We had a big plume of African dust. Now, um, there is a great article i have to look it up and share it my buddy uh shay gibson posted it um i'll just leave this little guy run this is sky tower this is paul paul delegato's website um look at that man that is called the tongue of the sahara now this is a this is tricky because it uh, incorporates some dry air tricky map what you're seeing above uh coming off the continental u.s is actually dry air um not so much dust but it gives you an idea of the, the dryness in the air but there was a great satellite photo i think i've shared it monday morning uh we had a big they call it a plume of dust comes off africa there it is look at that and it's and it's it's as predicted we told the folks down in the caribbean let's see when it is we said by thursday friday you should get some dust and it gets so bad they actually issued dust warnings in um the Caribbean so let me stop it stop it stop 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 I don't know how to use the map it's just one by one nope that's the end hell? I always have such a dang hard time stinking map this is all right oh, anyway Thursday night so Thursday night <laughs> into Friday morning there's our dust map so if you're down to Lesser Tilly's Thursday night you're gonna start to feel the dust and it's pretty thick I have some other cool maps you can look at um, we have one on the page here. This is a great one. This is like the original um, dust map. This is a combination of dry air too, but um, it just gives you an overall look at the atmosphere. It's tricky this time of year because of all this dry air that comes in with cold front. So sometimes this other map that we have on, this is my paid site, but um, if you look at the NASA model, which I like, um, this one is specific to dust. And you, you can get a long-range uh, look at the dust. And there you go. See, this map doesn't really show it coming off the U.S. But there it is. And starts to enter the Caribbean uh, later Thursday into Friday. And, you know, it'll fizzle out the time again. Look, a little bit might get into Miami. Look at that little piece. So, look at that. 
South Florida could get some May the 4th. <laughs> May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. We could see we could see dust. Uh, now I'm not a Star Trek guy, but wasn't wasn't like one of the movies all in dust, like like one of the deserts. So we could get a little dust in South Florida now. Very normal. Makes pretty sunsets. So my buddy Jim Olson, if you're watching, there'll be some good sunsets on May May the third uh, or fourth. That little piece of dust makes it into uh, Florida. Never makes it to Kansas. Though. I feel bad. Because, you know, in Kansas, it's just dust in the wind. <laughs> Joke of the day. Oh, let's see. All right, that's about it. Um, I don't know. We got nothing else to talk about. It's hot. We know it. Summer's here. We've had record heat down in Florida. It was 93 in Fort Myers Monday. Um, we could take a look at some temperatures coming. Yesterday, we, had, we saw a really good fine line showing that uh, frontal line. That frontal line might not be so defined today. We can looky though. Let's just keep it on the south side here. Look at temperature. Um, so this will be later today. Let's go to 12Z. Yeah, see the front line isn't that impressive anymore. Doesn't take long. Heat builds back in. So here's your afternoon high temperatures today for Wednesday, and we got I-4 South again, 85 at the Gainesville. But everybody else is enjoying it. Look, so that's a pretty cool graphic. Maybe I'll share that one. High temperatures later today. We got. Spots of Louisiana is not even leaving the 60s today. Lower 70s across a big chunk of Louisiana. Only a couple 80s in Texas today. A lot of high temperatures staying in the 60s. So a lot of Carolinas never get out of the 60s. Tennessee is all in the 50s and 60s. So not a bad little cool front, right? Just Florida didn't get it. The front flattened out. Didn't get it. Front flattened out. And, uh... We got 80s, upper 80s again today. Going to see 90s today, I bet you. Lots of 90s sprinkled around Florida today. And we had record heat all week this week. Let's take, oh yeah, there's some 90s today. Bunch of 90s today. Bunch of 90s today, middle state. Lakeland, Sebring. Wow. In the reason, so this is a cool tidbit. All right, so last week and Monday, especially Monday, remember this half of the state was not getting anything. They were like 70s and 80s, and and everybody else was getting 80s and 90s, and that was because we had a strong Atlantic wind keeping the east coast of Florida cool. Well, guess what? We don't have that anymore. The winds are not that strong. That frontal systems kind of choked off our um, high pressure system so that's going to allow the heat now look at that here's the current surface winds no more strong east winds and that allows the heat to build back into florida so you don't have that nice atlantic wind blowing in to protect you from these incredibly high temperatures all right so Rainfall, since most everybody's not going to get anything, but Florida is. Let's take a look at the simulator radar. So we're going to see afternoon thunder showers popping up. Look at that. Would you look at that? Sea breeze coming to town. So we're, we could get a little sea breeze action today across Florida. Staying away from the Gulf Coast, but showers are popping up right along the coast here. This is the sea breeze colliding today around 
you know, what's that, two, three, four o'clock. And doesn't really move much. And they kind of, look at, they meet. They meet in the middle. Look at that. Diamond Rio, meet in the middle. So we got East Coast Sea Breeze moving uh, west. We got West Coast Sea Breeze moving east. They, they meet in the middle. So storms tonight could erupt pretty big time. Normal, you know, summertime showers popping today. Any place, anywhere, a little popcorn storms. And they could, you know, this is 5, 6 o'clock tonight. Could be uh, our classic thunderstorms across the middle middle part of the state. So summer pattern is here. And a repeat pattern tomorrow. So here's tomorrow. This is the front. So our, our frontal boundary tomorrow. This is noon tomorrow. You can see kind of where it's at. Um, same thing tomorrow. Could be some random showers just popping up any 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 anywhere. Um, and again, I force out the, because the frontal the frontal boundary is south of it, Interstate Four tomorrow. We could have even bigger storms across South Florida um, tomorrow. Unfortunately, we have a softball game. Oh no, <laughs> I don't like the way that looks. Oh no. All right, let's see what kind of precipitable water we have tomorrow. We'll see that dry air lingering to our north. There's that moisture south of I-4 tomorrow. So a lot, a lot of fuel in the atmosphere tomorrow from that stalled out front. Um, bringing up the showers. So that, that's going to last through the weekend. So we're going to have rainfall pretty much any time, any place uh, throughout the weekend. It's kind of summer. Can't predict the weather in Florida. Could be raining in your rearview mirror and um, <laughs> sunshine out your front. You just never know. But what you can't predict is flow. And uh, the HRR is your best friend. Oh, everybody yawn. All right. Uh, Vicky Hill, you might just get a random shower. So, all right, cool. Um, hey, yeah, I got that all. Appreciate that, John. We'll have a good time tonight. We're going to be handing out koozies and stickers. And I'll have the kids there. Um, yeah, so there you go. Anything else we can talk about? I got some work to do. I got to finish up my presentation. California. What's going on in California? I wish I'd talked more about California. Got strong winds coming in off the Pacific. I know that. Um, got some cold weather in your north. But you got strong winds rolling in. Let's take a look at a few things. I guess we can look at um, what's coming in off of the Pacific here. Take a looky for you. I don't know if they have anything in the news coming, rain-wise. This winds. I don't. I don't see any organ. I don't see really any organized systems for a while. So you you might have had your big rain for the year to the north a little bit, Oregon and Washington, but. Not seeing any too too much out in California. Um, here's the latest drought meter. Unfortunately, more than half the U.S. is considered in a drought. So look at that. I mean, doesn't even make sense. But half the U.S. is all in a drought. Still got a little bit lingering down in South Florida. A little bit lingering here along the coastal Carolinas and Georgia, Louisiana. A little bit more it's, it's it's letting up a little bit but there's our current drought meter and we still have some uh, severe drought d2 down in south uh, 
east or west Florida and near the Everglades. Um, this frontal line is going to help. Our, our rainy season doesn't really start popping until the end of May, early June is when we get to the daily rains. And you know, parts of Georgia in a moderate drought. Still got severe parts of Carolina. So half the state's okay. The other half's dealing with the... Uh, it's kind of odd if you think about it, right? Why You would think coastal areas would be getting more, but they don't. Um, and then Louisiana here, Texas, parts of Texas. Um, there's Louisiana still dealing with down south. They actually have extreme drought along the Gulf, which is odd. But lots of drought in the lower half of Louisiana. Texas really dealing with it. Wildfires have been really bad out west uh, with these dry dips, big winds. Um, so there you go. All right, we're going to close it out pretty soon. We'll be live Friday. There's a launch. I think there's a launch every day. Uh, there is, Chris Roth, there is, there. I see a lot of planet chatter that they're all lined up. I'm not really a planning guy. Nap time, Jeffrey. Sounds good to me, but soon. Corey's going to um, Smokies this weekend. Overnight cloud cover look. Hey, that's a good map. Let me show you a great tool we got here. So on the site right here, this is um, current sky cover right here. Uh, let's click on that. Take a look at Smoky. So you click on that. You can actually click on a zone. And uh, I only had one cup of coffee today. I fell asleep by the fire last night. Julie let the dogs out at 1.30. Luckily, I, uh, the uh, Louie woke me up. Or I would have been out there with a deer. I woke up one time to the deer. <laughs> uh, come on, JavaScript. What's going on here? Well, it's stuck. Let's refresh. Let me close the windows here. Oh, God. Chrome, don't fail me now. I think we only lost Chrome twice last season. That's a miracle. As I open up a bazillion um, windows. Now let's try it again. We're tempting. Oh, actually, their site's slow. Weather.gov. They're having an issue right now. So, anyway, it's right here. You got to fast forward. Uh, blue is uh, blue sky. That's pretty ironic. There we go. Let's see if it works now. It's trying. No. Very slow. Oh, there we go. All right, we're getting there. Hang on. We got it. We got it. We got it. Sky cover. All right. We know that. All right, so let's go sky cover. And let's fast forward to Friday. Here's uh, Let's look at Saturday night. Saturday night, 8 p.m., As it's trying to load there we go 8 p.m. look at looky there 2 a.m. Ooh, a little more clouds 2 a.m. but 8 p.m. if you believe this Saturday night <laughs> you could have blue skies well you can't have blue skies at night <laughs> unless you drink a lot of uh, Mountain Dew seltzers <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so there you go. Saturday night could be all right. Let's see Friday night. Um, let's let it load. It takes a second here. Friday night. Let's see. Taking a second here. Drum roll. <clears throat> I don't know where my Kim King uh, uh, sound thing went. It makes no. I don't have any idea why that thing wouldn't be up here. Somewhere. Somewhere. Oh, there we go. Fr Friday night at 8 p.m. I right, hear Friday night at 8 p.m. could be a little cloudy. Could be a little cloudy 2 a.m. So Saturday night might be your best. All right, well, we've been rolling an hour. Appreciate it. Uh, as always, uh, you can be a subscriber to our page via YouTube, like Jackie, or you can actually click on a button here and be a subscriber. We're going to have all new perks here set up pretty soon. Uh, a lot of cool perks, especially for Cat5 members. We're going to be doing a uh, texting alert system that you can opt into that uh, we're going to try. That way you get notified maybe when there's a storm or some new area of interest uh, to watch. Um, a lot of our supporters have wanted that, so we're going to roll that out this season for Cat Fives. And we also have our new shirt design. I've sold quite a few of them. We got to bring it on 2022 shirt, which uh, we've done now since like 18, I think. Um, and... Uh, a bazillion colors and styles and um, different products. So check it out. You can even get a you can even get a hoodie. <laughs> Bring it on hoodie. Um, there you go. So you can get that at the the Mike's Flare page store. All right. So listen, we'll be at the thing, the Holes Bar tonight, and uh, we'll have some pictures from that for sure. And uh, we'll share some of those stories on Friday as we go live Friday. That's it. So have a great day. Happy Wednesday. See everybody then. Have a good one. Coffee time. <laughs>